Yeah, it's ready. It's ready. It's locked. It's ready. <laughs> it's re- have you got your money? It's ready. Welcome to the very eleventh episode of season two of Brightcast. Yeah, we're close to the end of season two, guys. Yes, I can't we believe are. it. And Drew, you were yawning then. Obviously, been working hard. I'm yawning because creating great content is tiring, Rob. Mm. It's tiring. I hear that. It's taxing. And it's also tiring watching YouTube and socials dead late at night, which is what I've been doing. Oh, been doing, been doing all of it. Part of your job though, right? Part, yeah, part of my job. Sure, sure, sure. So in the cold blue light of my phone in the middle of the night, uh, I've just been watching loads of really cool uh, YouTube shorts, Instagram yeah. reels. And it, it's got us thinking about just getting back into creating all of our own stuff, which yeah. is why last episode we mentioned creating our 30 second tips again. Yeah. And we're doing a bit more content. Actually, I can't remember if we did mention that, but I, th- I thought we did. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. Who knows? I'm sleep deprived. I think we did. I think cool. We did. Okay, well, we're all with that then. Um, and it's just about creating our own content because I see loads of this stuff online, yeah. YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. And it's stuff that we can knock out the park. It has great engagement, but for some reason we never really like fully go into it. Yeah. You, so can, you can get trapped, can't you? Thinking like, oh, we've got to allocate time, resources for this, but really... We could do it really fast. You might say it's about prioritizing our marketing efforts, um, which is a little spoiler for what we're going to talk about in a second. But we're we're getting on it now. So that's what we've been doing. We've been doing creating loads of great content and that's all going to be going out soon. Yeah, that's nice. And I think you were working on the strategy last episode or you had been and the distribution for it for our own stuff. Yeah. That's been going out. Uh, what, What else have you been on? We've been looking at where we want to sort of nail our services and maybe niche into certain markets to sort mm-hmm. of make make big impacts in sort of the areas yeah. we work. Honing we, our positioning. Yeah, right? yeah, we we work for a lot of L&D businesses and allow them to make a huge impact to their marketing and content creation, yeah. whether that's for their, their clients, whether that's for yeah. their own internal marketing, um, internal comms, stuff like that. Um, so we've kind of been looking at our position in sort of the L&D market and where we want to position ourselves. Yeah, because we can obviously do marketing things for all manner of industries. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the question of niching and finding your niche always comes up in business. And we just found that we're already in one. Yeah. Let's lean into it more. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're offering a lot of value to those guys and they're, they're doing well from it. So let's yeah. roll, roll that out to more and make it, you know, a bit more official on on that. That's yeah. a, a real core part of our business. It was kind of an accidental niche as well because we were doing marketing for businesses for a while without necessarily marketing ourselves yeah. as bright. Yeah. Um, and there was quite a few like recommendation stuff and word of mouth yeah. recommendations around which kind of fell into that niche. Yeah. So and it, it was a nice industry to fall in because there's lots of content to be created. Yeah. And as an industry for their own marketing, it's quite it's not easy. But you're able to stand out and make an impact on yeah, their marketing definitely. in their industry. So it's a really good opportunity to be in as well. Yeah. I think if people are like wondering about, you know, how do they find the right niche? And is the niche that they're going to try and find the, like, refining their positioning? Yeah. I think just go with the easy, uh, if you know, is your niche like quiche? Because like quiche, not everyone likes it. Some people <laughs> love it. Mm. Um, it's not right for every occasion, but in some yeah. occasions, maybe like a post-funeral buffet, it's perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. So the, popular like with that. the over seventies. Yeah, maybe for a little picnic. Maybe for a little picnic. Yeah. Again, I I don't like it, but it's you know it's the the idea that your niche needs to needs to not be for everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Your positioning yeah. to be honed. 
little yeah. uh, little quiche niche there for you guys. Uh, yeah, uh, good point. <laughs> what, what have you been on? It was a, it was a point. <laughs> it was a point. Whether or not it was good. But Rob, you say that we never ever ask you what you've been on. So, let's go straight into the pod. What's the topic on today? Are we actually missing Rob? Out? I don't yeah. want to hear from him. Do you? <laughs> Um, uh, Jess, I'm clearly kidding. Rob, what have you been on recently? <laughs> well, we could have just missed me out because today I've been thinking a lot about the main topic of the pod, which is about prioritization. Um, we're doing a lot in-house and we're working with people with their own in-house marketing teams. Yeah. And marketing is such an expansive thing. You can do loads of things in there and especially with like the visual marketing side of it. But it's about prioritization. It was during a meeting we had with a client and partway through, we, we were starting to work through this huge list of areas of improvement, optimization. Yeah. But I knew their resources was just stretched. Yeah, um, yeah So then it was about, and we'd done it in order of suggestion order, really, of where yeah. the most impact would be. And it's just about finding that right way of prioritizing your workload. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to your marketing output. Yeah. And that's... Today's topic. Yeah, I want to start off the topic today by just apologising to the listeners. We've given them nearly two seasons worth of tips. Great tips. Things for them to look at and prioritise. Realistically, not every business needs to do all of them. No. And it needs to be a thing of like, which ones should you do and when? Yeah. So I just want to say sorry. Sorry for giving you all these great tips. Yeah. But, but it's not wasted because after this episode, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. you'll be able to know which ones you should be paying attention, yeah. what questions to ask when you hear these certain marketing tips, and then be like, yep, that means i got to be doing it. I also think it wasn't a very good apology. No. It didn't seem heartfelt or sincere at all. Are you thinking, Jess, ukulele, 10 minutes long, never say sorry? Yeah. That's the perfect That's how it felt. Let's go. <laughs> So let's start with why it's important for people to prioritise, why people can't just do everything all at once and prioritise every single marketing effort ever, and why it's important to sort of have that list of priorities. Yeah, everything everywhere all at once. Reason number one, time is linear. Yes. We're, we're mortal. We can't do everything all at once, everywhere, everything all at once, yeah. as you just said. Yeah. We can't do that. It's concentrated effort, isn't it, as well, the benefits of that. Um, but also it, spreading yourself too thin, spreading your efforts too thin. If you're trying to be on every social channel yeah. and you don't need to be, would it be better spent, you know, focusing on if you're B2B on LinkedIn? Yeah. Or even if you're testing against it and you want to uh, zig when others zag, you know, you're diving into TikTok. Is it better to put all your efforts there or split them between those two or just everywhere? The main thing for me is to sort of have that list of priorities and have that list of where people want to dominate and why. Yeah. And make sure you're sort of nailing your strategy in those things. Yeah. Say if that is LinkedIn. Yeah. Are you appearing where you need to be? Are you having the right size audience that you need to get the number of leads that you need? Are you converting properly? Is the content you're posting great? Are all of these things being checked off yeah. before you then go, oh, I'm going to start posting on TikTok? which is a completely different platform, needs a completely different strategy, different content. Com you can't yeah. even compare the two, really, um, to then be like, oh, actually, I'm going to spread 50-50 my efforts, where that thing that should have your priority yeah. isn't performing that well. Yeah. 
to then, like you say, spread yourself too thin and nothing's working. Yeah. You're not reaching any of the marketing goals. You're not getting any of the right leads. You're just kind of building awareness pockets on these platforms. Yeah. I think fundamentally, if you're going to social channels, yeah, it's asking, do my personas use that channel? Yeah. Really? You know, and it might be that they use all of them and all of them a lot. And in that case, you know, you have to allocate the right amount of resources or try and come up with, I guess, clusters of content. So something that would work on TikTok would probably work on YouTube Shorts, probably yeah. work on Reels, yeah. um, but probably yeah, not Twitter or Threads. Or X, or as X. it's now being, yeah. that is, it's now is. But I think that is also a good point when we mention Threads and X. Like there's so many new social platforms that are being introduced. Lemon 8 being one of them that never properly took off. Yeah. And business owners and business owners probably listening to this are probably telling their marketing teams, oh, we need to be on that new platform. We need to be on TikTok. We need to be on threads. We need to be on all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's a team of two and they're sort of already like buried in the workload where it's like, we need to post on LinkedIn yeah. every day yeah. and Instagram, we need to create all this content. The website needs to be up to date. We're writing blogs to then be like, add this new platform in you're either going to regurgitate content across, which isn't necessarily right and isn't tailored to each platform. Yeah. Or it's kind of, you put in 5% here, 5% there. So none of it's working. Yeah. So it's kind of looking at, do I need to be on that platform? Do yeah. I need to be on it straight away? Can I see what industry leaders are doing on it and see how we can then utilize it? Yeah. Do we need to be on it long-term? Is it something we can dive into now, see if it works and then yeah. like come off if it doesn't. But sort of looking at things and, don't just jump in because it's this new shiny new platform. And it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, we need to be on it. You questioned it with uh, threads, didn't you? I posted a few things on threads and you was like, run threads, why? Yeah, I just want us to dominate certain platforms. And I think we, like with prioritization, you have to prioritize your own stuff. Yeah. If you're a marketing company, your own stuff with your client stuff. Yeah. Recently, we've prioritised a lot of our client stuff. We're currently trying to prioritise a bit more of our own stuff. We're not prioritised, but put put an emphasis on it. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, we want to try and dominate a few platforms. Yeah. We don't want to do yeah. this big spread betting type of, uh, type yeah. of way of working, yeah. do we? No. And then I think there's, outside of social, there's loads of other marketing you can do. But you need to start early to set up those things i'm thinking basically newsletters yeah but you need to have been gathering data to build up a newsletter database yeah um, and if you haven't you probably need to start now because i think it's going to be first party data it, it's really good anyway because it's your data yeah but also uh you know who knows what's going to happen with google's cookies thing and yeah that like also that. like twitter like if you're using twitter as one of your main platforms currently yeah. they're rebranding they're adjusting policies the algorithm yeah. basically if you're using twitter as your number one platform there probably is a little bit of worry in you right now thinking where where's it gonna go what's gonna happen yeah and then if it's also it, not even just twitter like if, if you're if you're putting emphasis on any platform you don't yeah. own any of that data yeah so if linkedin got deleted tomorrow what are you yeah. going to do? Like it, you haven't got any, yeah. like any data of your own that you can market to. It, it's prioritization, but also that doesn't mean all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's obviously talking about like platforms and like marketing methods. What about like content? There's been, it's not a new trend, obviously, but everyone wants video. Everyone thinks they need video and wants 
any type of video to post, yeah. but it's sort of a prioritization on what video they should also have, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It needs it needs to be. Drew had a conversation with a client a few weeks ago. I think, and it was you don't. They didn't really know what video they wanted. They just said create a promo video, yeah, and yeah. I, we have a few clients that come to us and go, we need a video create it and it's kind of going into those deeper questions of like why you want it where's it going what messaging do you want to deliver yeah is it an awareness piece or is it a conversion piece like where where where's it going and what you're doing with it is those are the sort of the key questions you need to be asking yourself the best case scenario of that is they come to you because they've asked why what and where right yeah but quite often it's not and we've got to ask that ideally they're not just after a single video yeah, because if they're after a single video, it's quite difficult sometimes to prioritize what what type of video that might be. Because yeah. like every business, they're going to have several different aims. Yeah, like yeah. you were just yeah. alluding to with like which stage of a funnel is it? Yeah, it could be the same campaign, but there's going to be different stages of a funnel, and they yeah, might need yeah. different types of video. Yeah, for yeah, definitely. It. Yeah. In in a great world for them, they can get this one piece of cornerstone content. Yeah, and then from that, mine lots of other content that could be used in those different yeah. stages. Yeah, but it's not always the case. So ideally, it's just like sitting down with them and then prioritizing which bits they'll need first. Yeah. Which bits will, will work best for them right now when their budget is, you know, uh, only so high, let's say. But they're, they're expecting to get a certain part way through a campaign and then get more budget. We, in fact, we had a client recently who they wanted like several L&D videos, but yeah. they didn't have the budget to get every single one created. So we shot them all, but we didn't have a budget to have them all edited. Yeah. And we're going to revisit that with them in like a month yeah. and then yeah. create the rest of the content because they've prioritized yeah. certain content to go first to help them get some sales. And then, yeah, we, when we had it with uh, an event that we recorded as well, it was, we haven't got the budget for everything we want to do in post yet, but let's get it recorded. Let's get it banked. Um, and then we've got, and then we'll, when the money comes in three months to six months to six years down the line we've got it ready to go yeah it's ready it's ready it's locked it's ready <laughs> it's re- have you got your money it's ready <laughs> are you serious premier pro is open and ready to go <laughs> I think money, like budget and time resources yeah. are two of the main factors or not factors, reasons people should be prioritizing. I think there's a skill level as well. So lots of the in-house things yeah, and, yeah, and where this yeah. topic came about was we had loads of advice because we do some ad, uh, Google Ads consultancy for them, but they couldn't really implement beyond the basics yeah. in-house. And it's and it's about understanding your limitations there. I was going to say that's, to, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing of like, if you have a smaller budget, yeah, what can you do? in-house and what do you have to bring that expertise in for i think yeah i think trying to take it back to video for a second though we we did have a client recently who they we did lots of uh like uh branding for them lots of brand refresh giving them a fresh vibe creating loads of new marketing assets for them kind of steering them in the right direction but then they prioritized a lot of their own video content that they were creating themselves yeah which was fine absolutely fine the way they were doing it like wasn't an issue they were doing they, they were creating the content but it's just the fact that they were prioritizing that over trying to convert leads yeah, and trying to convert yeah. inquirers. So because of that, there was like a negative impact because they were prioritizing video content that was really only 
for their own kind of echo chamber. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't really wasn't really yeah. creating yeah. them, wasn't really generating inquiries. Yeah. Whereas the marketing efforts we were putting in yeah. were generating inquiries, but then there was no one there to kind of like close them. Yeah, yeah. We've had it with so. a few clients where they they come to us and they do want an all-encompassing like marketing campaign, they want the strategy, they want all of the deliverables. But they're very much we want to be everywhere. Every everything everywhere all at once. It's yeah. that thing of they want to be on every platform, posting every type of content, yeah. doing ads, uh, Bing ads, LinkedIn ads, yeah. like various different things, new email newsletter, they want a new website. And we kind of have to reel them back as, as great as that is, as they, much as they want yeah. to experiment with things, putting your efforts everywhere and being a bit scattershot with content and where you're going to be posting and when. Yeah. It's just not performing that good. Like, and as I know... It is that thing of people's competitors being everywhere, but when they have a million pound a month to be spending on their marketing or even yeah, less, say yeah. if it's even 10 grand a month spending on their marketing, they can afford to be everywhere. Yeah. Whereas if you've got, say, a couple of thousand pounds or even hundreds of pounds, you have to then be like prioritizing that budget, especially with things like ads. There's minimum budgets you can be spending on things. Yeah. Yes, you could put a hundred pound yeah. into Google ads, but you aren't going to get the ROI of a company that's spending... Ten thousand pounds on ads. Yeah. So it's kind of looking: is ads right for you? Is that the right platform? And sort of. And a bit of experimentation as well. Like if you've if you've invested a lot of time or money into lots of social campaigns and management. Yeah. What does it look like if you took that money and put it all on Google Ads? Yeah. Or vice versa. Or what if you invested heavily in your newsletter marketing automation redesign? Anything like that. I personally think. When you're a marketing agency, it's easier to work with an in-house marketing team. And that isn't necessarily saying that an in-house marketing team is um, doing everything. I think it's more about someone who is your contact within that agency. And a lot of the businesses we work with that have an in-house marketing team, they don't necessarily do much of the marketing. They're more looking at like the next campaign, what KPIs they need to be hitting, um like return on ad spend return on marketing spend they're kind of managing yeah their marketing but e- even just like the sort of pa side of it where you know if they're having research papers written or yeah. people contributing they're doing the chasing down of that because yeah to build that would be you know yeah like that for an ebook for example they need the, the content before they can then produce yeah. the ebook so i guess a lot of them are those but then there's also some that we work with where they do try and take some of it in-house yeah and i guess that is the point that you were sort of raising rob where it's do they need those additional people in-house are they sort of creating that prioritization where it's not needed sometimes like a self-imposed barrier almost yeah i I I guess like so what we've been speaking about so far is basically if you're a small team you're going to need to prioritize your efforts yeah you you probably don't have the time or the budget yeah that's all all the things you mentioned all the different platforms all the different spread of content etc all of that mean that you're going to have to prioritize what you do but you also have to ask yourself do you need to live like that like, do you need mm-hmm. to be prioritizing this stuff could you outsource it to an external marketing company yeah you know could you find another team who can sort everything for you and yeah. it just minimizes the amount of prioritization you need? Because prioritization can be a great thing because it can make sh- make you focused. Yeah. It can make you like try and 
dominate those certain platforms. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it is a limitation in some ways if you're yeah. having to prioritize things. Yeah. If you can't do everything you want to do or you need to do to achieve like, you know, yeah. max campaign success. Yeah. So in that case, why why are you prioritizing stuff? Why don't you just yeah. outsource stuff to yeah, another yeah. company? Some of the companies we use, everyone could clean their own office space, but it's not worth their time because they're busy doing the actual, you know, the, the stuff they're good at and doing that it's also even just using the cleaning example like there's a stain in the carpet so it's, it's a tough stain none of us can get it out we're gonna spend what did an you do to the carpet <laughs> i think you're gonna have to clean it <laughs> if you're not bringing a cleaner in. if you think you can like bring this up during a pod because you're gonna have some kind of pod immunity or something that's crazy there's a stain on the carpet <laughs> um but none of us know how to clean it it's gonna take us half an hour an hour to figure out what we can do go and buy baking soda or something to try that what's baking soda I, you don't know what baking soda is do you not clean do you not clean at home bacon <laughs> like a pig like a pig baking okay um but there's various different things you could research and go and buy and try that's probably taking half your day just to clean this whereas a cleaner they're knowing exactly what product to put down there. Yeah. It's the same with marketing. Anyone can set up a Google ad account. Doesn't mean it's going to work. Doesn't mean it's going to perform yeah. right. You're probably just going to chuck thousands of pounds down the drain. Yeah. You could spend six months to a year learning the absolute basics of Google ads. Never mind the years additional to that that Google ad specialists have spent like really honing their skills. And then it's still not work quite yeah. right because you're not a specialist in you, that. You, yeah. al you also don't get the same resources, do you? So an yeah. agency's got agency tools that they yeah. pay loads of money for, but it's only effective if they're doing it for 20 clients. Yeah. You're not going to do it just for you or yeah. grant your marketing team that, that spend. Yeah. Look at video content as well. Yeah. You know, we, we can go in, create a video campaign for someone, and we're already taking minimum 50 grand's worth of equipment in. So before you even start to get this similar level of quality, even without the experience, it's just that level of investment as well. Yeah, I think I think there's always this like, and we're not we've not created this episode of a pod to fully segue into telling every listener that actually you shouldn't be doing any marketing yourselves. You should just be hiring us. That's not what we're doing. No, if that's for if that's for byproduct, fine, go for it, guys. Hire us. Try it. Try Today. it. Yeah, I think whenever whenever we like speak about this, and I'm using the royal way because I'm talking about all marketing or creative companies, yeah. they always yeah. say stuff like, yeah, of course, you could go out and you could buy this camera, or you can go and get this software, and if you put all this time and you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. I want to just take it even further and just say, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it. Like yeah. we always say, everyone always says it, to be nice, to try and like make it seem like not elitist, or to try and like make it seem like you could do this. Like We're not, we're not saying yeah. you can't do this. Yeah. You're not saying you don't have your skills. I'm saying 99% of people can't do it. Yeah. Because we do yeah. see a lot of people who they can do it. And the stuff they do is nowhere near as good as like for professionals. Yeah. And again, I'm not talking about just us. I'm talking about every marketing, every creative yeah. agency yeah. out there, every good marketing creative agency. Yeah. You can't do it. You can't recreate it. If you can, it's going to take you a decade to do it. It's going to take you five years. It's going to take you a lot of time. You can't do it. Don't, don't want to obviously make it the same. You can't do anything. But it's that thing of anyone can do anything. Anyone could go out tomorrow and be like, I'm going to be an electrician. I'm going to learn how to be I, an electrician. Yeah, I, ju I just want to say, like, I've been cooking <laughs> for years, okay? And I think, like, every every time I make a really good meal, I could yeah. did a good, like, roast yesterday. Every time I do it, I'm like, I'm I'm amazing at cooking. And then I watch MasterChef, and these people are just like me in the sense that they have other day jobs, yeah, but they also enjoy cooking. yeah. And the stuff they make yeah. massively blows my air fryer roasters out of the water, <laughs> okay? 
So like, I, I, I'm not saying it as, in like, yeah. as if I, I'm like some elitist. I get it. I'm, ex- I'm yeah. the exact same. I, I will constantly think I can do these things, yeah. but I can't. Yeah. And that, that, is the, that, is, that is what happens with a lot of like marketing people who do, not marketing people, a lot of companies who hire in a single marketing person to try and be, to try and compete with marketing companies. Yeah. A single creative person to try and compete with creative companies. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, outgunned. Yeah. Like, do you oh, know I've, what I mean? I've They're said outgunned experience-wise, people-wise, everything-wise, yeah. yeah. I've said it before that my, some of my favourite clients are those that have tried it themselves. Because immediately they know that whatever you say, like you're the expert. Yeah. Because they've tried it, they definitely can't do it. And yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just, so going back for bringing it back to the prioritization thing, it's just, do you have to prioritize this stuff? I think just ask yourself this question. Do you have to prioritize this stuff? What's stopping you? I I get it. You've got, you've got a marketing person and it is great working with people who have that marketing experience in companies because there's that common language. There's there's that, you know, there's always like common, uh, there's there's a, yeah, a commonality that you're kind of like joined with. They can ask the right questions. They, they can from their end, make sure that the marketing thing's being tracked through their sales process so it yeah. can be attributed and you yeah. know what's working. Yeah. Yeah, all that good stuff. But it's just, do you have to prioritize everything you, you're thinking you have to prioritize? And it, are, are those prioritizations like causing like a drag? Are you not are you not hitting your KPIs as quickly as you could? Are you not hitting them at all? Yeah. What's stopping you? If you don't have to prioritize, but for some reason you are, just think about hiring it could even be hiring more marketing people yourself, like expanding your team potentially. Yeah, yeah. But just look at hiring external marketing teams, external creatives, because that's the whole reason they exist. It's to yeah. empower teams so they don't have to, so your team doesn't have to prioritize stuff because yeah, the marketing teams will do it for you. Yeah. And let's say there's a company like that with a couple of people in place. They definitely don't have the budget for you know, bringing in external video teams, for example. What can you do to help them understand their priority layout? So I'd start with looking at your target audience. Yeah. That's basically the first thing you need to be looking at. Where where are your target audience and where could they be? If you're strictly B2B doing leadership development, TikTok is probably not one of the first things on, or Snapchat's not one of the first things on your priority list. Yeah. Very low down at the bottom. Yeah. If you're... Um, it should all be in your strategy plan. Yeah. You know, your marketing strategy, your marketing plan. You should have this note. Yeah. yeah. And then have that priority order and have that as kind of a list where once I dominate this, we can then probably look into yeah. the, We can then dabble into this. It's a roadmap, isn't it? Yeah. You know, create a Gantt chart of what you want to achieve and when. And I think just overlay your customer journey on that. Yeah. So you can see, you know, what do we need to do to get drive this awareness, yeah. then they're on the site. What do we need to do? What do we need to do to remarket? Yeah, it's looking to at them? that funnel, yeah. And then I'd look at your marketing goals. So what are those top level marketing goals that you laid out in your strategy? Yeah. What are the directors of the company looking for? What what return on marketing spend are you, are you looking for? Is it more leads? Yeah. Where are you getting these from? If in the past, look at your data and say, well, we've never had any leads from Twitter, but that's the platform we put most time into. Yeah why are you putting time yeah. into that like dominate on linkedin if that's where or or yeah. instagram if that's sort of where you're getting the most leads from yeah. sort of how do your goals align to your priority list is it right currently yeah. um that kind of leads into sort of the roi analysis so looking at sort of the data you need to be very data driven when it comes to prioritization yeah 
um, it is that thing of there probably is 10 platforms you should be on or 10 marketing yeah. things that you should be doing, but you only have time to do yeah. three. You need to hypothesize everything. So if you're yeah. bringing in a video team, for example, write the hypothesis of why, where you're going to put it, what you're expecting or hoping to achieve, and then you can measure its success. And then if it's not a success, get rid of it. Yeah. If it, if it outperforms your self-shot rubbish videos keep it you know you yeah get, get that got yeah. that return on ad spend if <laughs> also look at competitors and it's not necessarily copying what they're doing and following where they are but it's looking at where they aren't like where is their gaps in the market and we're very strong advocates of testing yeah. and prioritization doesn't mean you're not testing you should be having a priority of say 90 percent but that extra 10%, leave that room for testing. Yeah. Yes, it should still be a priority of testing. There should be a list of things that you want to be testing first and that should be at the bottom of the list that you don't think is going to work or yeah. isn't right for the business. But having those things of where there's a gap in the market and you could expand your business. It was kind of, we were talking about um, some video content earlier and um, one of the team says, oh, we shouldn't be posting it on this platform because that's not the type of content that goes out on there. Yeah. But it was kind of like, well, why isn't it out on there? Is there a gap in the market? We're already yeah. creating this content for this platform. Yeah. Let's post it on here. Let's test it. Yeah. Let's see if there's room for us to expand our offering or the type of videos that we're posting or the content that we're offering. Test yeah. it. Like yeah. if there's room for it, test it. And then the other thing is scalability. So having um, a lack of time resource or monetary resource, um, there's always going to be peaks and troughs in sort of money. We see it with our clients. There'll be times where they want to drop ad spend where they're quieter, maybe in the summer or yeah, over Christmas. Yeah, seasonal stuff. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of scalability where, for example, Google Ads, if it's working in their sort of busier months, they could be dropping 50% more spend yeah. during those months and then dropping it. Is there sort of, if it's working, can you scale? Is it, or is it something that's kind of, you've hit, you've hit a wall almost, you can't really get any bigger or get any more use from that platform yeah. so i think they're sort of the key elements decision makers or people within marketing need to be looking at yeah. when making priorities yeah um but what are do you guys have any other tips that you want to want to give to people some advice just to reiterate i think it's just asking why for platforms for any marketing output just asking why aligning it with persona yeah Understanding what internal resources you have, understanding the benefits of external ones um, and build things in, in an experimental way yeah. where, where you can test and attribute and, and make sure it's working. If you're currently spreading yourself too thin and you can probably feel it, there's yeah. no harm in stepping back and cutting the platforms around by 50%. No, it's looking at the data, yeah. what, what's currently working. Yeah. You need, you need to go. You need to dominate or at least like tweak and optimize and be super sure on the platforms you're on before you're then being like, oh, we'll then try this platform. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's just every single part of it is just asking why, isn't it? Yeah. So like it's, you know, it's what, why do you need to be on all these platforms? Why do you need all these different content to go, on all, go out on all these platforms? Why are you prioritizing them in the first yeah. place? It's yeah. just figure, figuring all of that out. If you can figure all of that out, you're going to, you're going to be, better place Definitely. to uh, to prioritize things better why are we pulling traffic from this source yeah why are we not converting it at this stage yeah. why yeah. are they not moving to this part of the funnel and it's just be willing to whatever whatever priorities you're putting in place today just be willing to bin all of those next week when you get 
extra data, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's got yeah. to be data-driven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. And I take back my apology. After all these tips, they can prioritise the ones we've given them. And actually, I've got plenty more to say on the subject, but we're shooting over lunchtime now. My you, stomach's You've got to prioritise what you say. I'm going to prioritise getting this done so I can get out and feed my body. Yeah. But those priorities sound, sound bang on because my, my, my tummy is rumbling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've also got to prioritise saying to the viewers, listeners, like, subscribe, comment, spread the word. Yeah. Uh, write down your, your favourite priority in life. Yeah. And number, comment. And get number, in the top three, get promoting this podcast in there. Or, or if you want other like just generic comment like requests, uh, comment which way you spell prioritise. Is it with a Z or an S? Ooh. We'd love to find out in the comments. And if you chat GPT, it's with a Z. <laughs> Bye, doll.